Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to the waiting room. I pray that you guys rested well, and I pray that you woke up. I pray that you woke up. And I pray that you woke up with a sense of urgency in your spirit to talk about Jesus to anybody who will give you any moment of their time. It is the most important thing you can do right now. Work for the kingdom. If you are a believer in Christ, if you are walking with Jesus, then it is absolutely important right now that you are doing work for the kingdom. However that looks to you, whether whether you're getting out there and, and helping people, just don't forget to share the gospel. Don't forget to tell people who Jesus is and what he did for us and that he is coming back. There's two accounts of his return, beloved. One where he just steps down in the clouds and shouts for his bride. And that's when all believers who are dead will rise up first. And then those who are left, who are alive at that time will be caught up as well. And sudden destruction will happen upon the earth. It is important to know who God is. It is important to understand that the Bible is earth's history beginning to end. It's not going to end by a giant volcano. It's not going to end by war, but there is war coming. The final war is Armageddon, beloved. It's in scripture. The war that's coming is the war of Gog and Magog, written about in Ezekiel. I think it's 38. In America, we have lived a pretty cush lifestyle of doing whatever it is we want, whatever we please. It's all love, right? We don't truly love each other here. We just want tolerance, inclusion, right? That's all we care about here in America. We don't care about the truth. And there's only one truth. Beloved, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. It doesn't matter what you think you know. There is one truth. Mohammed never said what life was about. Allah can't tell you. Buddha can't tell you. The Pope himself can't tell you. You could pray to Mary all day long and she's not going to reveal a thing to you. They're asleep. Mary and the, the people you call saints are asleep. Those are demons that they pray to. Statues. We're not supposed to worship idols. Religion is a divider on purpose. What other way can they send millions of people to hell? Look at how many Mormons there are around the world. And I'm not trying to pick on them, beloved. I pray for them. I pray for the people that go to the temple here, that they receive an awakening about the true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because the one that they worship 
is not the one in Scripture. In Scripture, we are told that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. They believe that Jesus Christ is the brother of Lucifer and only the Son of God. They don't believe in the gospel, the true gospel that Jesus Christ died for our sins so that we can be reconciled to Father. They believe that they're going to be gods, the men, and rule their own planets. Therefore, they must believe that there's bajillion amount of Jesuses on a bajillion amounts of planets, which is an absolute lie from the pits of hell. Catholics believe that as long as they do what their Catholic Church requires of them, as far as rituals and and stuff like um, catechism, communion, confirmation, you know, they have rules, a lot of rules. And, uh, I think they're taught that the most important thing for them is to be in the book, the book at the Vatican, you know, not the book of life, not God's book of life. They're told that that's God's book of life. So religion just takes God's power and gives it to themselves, teaches men the wrong things, but packages it really nicely. And so they're Therefore, people that don't grow up in godly homes, going to church and stuff like that, like me, look at these worldly churches like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't, I don't want to be like those people. And looks at these churches like, well, why are they celebrating Halloween? And then now that I know what's going on, why are they celebrating Christmas? <laughs> They're not even celebrating Christ in the Christmas. They're celebrating, giving gifts, saying that, oh, they're trying to mimic the kings, giving gifts to Jesus. No, you're not. You're feeding your ego. Because the true gift giving would be to the homeless, to people that don't have anything. Why wouldn't we spend our money giving to people that don't have anything? Oh, because we are all selfish, prideful creatures by design of this world which is fallen. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not feeling well this morning. Definitely uh, <clears throat> feel like I might be coming down with something, but I'm going to battle that. <laughs> I'm going to rebuke it because I serve a mighty king and nothing's going to come upon me that he doesn't allow for his will. So anyways, the most important thing we could be doing, beloved, right now is to spread the truth. What is the truth? Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. He is coming back. The Bible is true. His story. His story. His story. And the book of Revelation is important because it reveals Jesus Christ as God in the flesh. I pray that you'll receive him. I know that it's hard in this life, especially if you've had a really, really difficult life. 
I'm not saying I've had it harder than most, but I've had it pretty hard in this life. Mind you, I've had a lot of really cool blessings that most people haven't gotten to have. They haven't experienced what I have. But these cracks in my heart run deep. It's been a difficult life. And so people like that, it's difficult to look and look for God, right? It's difficult to see the good in everything because you're so angry all the time and you're just in survival mode. And it's like you're just constantly angry and this constant, constant negative energy, it's so exhausting. I remember being there. I remember being there. Every time I tried to make something, I could never make anything happen. Anytime I got a great opportunity, it was taken away from me. I could never make it the way other people did. And I was so angry all the time. Just so angry. And I didn't realize it was from my childhood, things that weren't healed, that just, I carried on and the bag got bigger and bigger as I grew up. But God can heal you, beloved. I'm here to tell you. If you're listening to me right now, Holy Spirit has the power to be upon you when you come to Christ and provides this peace that you couldn't possibly understand unless you know God. You wouldn't even be able to fathom it unless you come to God. Once you come to Jesus, he gives you a new heart. Once you come to that understanding, that belief, that, that awe moment, it changes you. It changes you and you just want everybody to come with you. Because you know what's coming. And because you actually love people. God gives you a love for people. <laughs> Even if you don't want to, you find yourself loving people and praying for them even people that have wronged you in the, in the cruelest ways. You find yourself being forgiving, being forgiving and praying for them and praying for them to come to repentance. Because people are battling things they cannot see, beloved. Spiritual battle is real and it's all around you. Those little tugs at your spirit to, to get you to want to get angry at people. That's real action. That's real spiritual action. I want you to dive into your Bibles. If you knew scripture, beloved, you would know that everything written, or excuse me, everything happening has been written about. And I get so tired of people mocking the Bible because those are just arrogant, ignorant people that have not even tried to read and understand it. And I'll challenge any of you listening to a debate, biblically, because I study and I pray and I study and I pray. And I know that anybody who mocks the Bible is somebody who is so full of pride that hasn't even picked it up to try to understand it. They've cherry-picked their way into unbelief.
It's a powerful book. We serve a powerful, supernatural God. And we are not to lean on our own understanding. When you pick up your Bible, Holy Spirit can guide you and teach you. I don't go to study groups. I don't want man's opinion. I go directly to God. And I have for the past eight years of my life. And I just want more. I want more. I cannot wait to see what he has for us. Have you read the promises in the Bible? And I'm absolutely convinced that technology we are going to witness in heaven is so far beyond our imagination in any film, any any story you could ever imagine. Though we won't need it. He is the light. He is our source. If you are around people that don't believe, keep praying for them. You may not see, you may not see the seed, you know, grow into a plant, but plant it. It's going to take time. It's not going to yield fruit right away. But keep praying for those people to come to Christ. Even simple prayer. Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to their hearts. Give them dreams. Give them visions. Make their mind wander towards you, Lord Jesus, so they'll get to know you. I feel an awakening happening, beloved. But there are dark times coming. Prepare your spirit. We are going to witness harsh things that will test your faith so far beyond what you thought you could even handle. But God, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Lean on him. Develop that relationship. Grow it. You are a child of the Most High, the creator of all things. He came down, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came down to die for you, for your sins, because the rules of a kingdom cannot be changed or broken. So Father created a way for us to go return to Him. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? I pray that you guys have a wonderful day. I pray that God blesses you in a mighty, mighty way. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Until next time.